Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is the Team of Direction podcast from March 28th, 2023, episode 569. And no, Cody is no. ruining it in the beginning. Well, to be fair, Dave also so, not something over right at the start. So it's all going swimmingly so far. I was already going to say, this thing. how am I supposed to say professional when I didn't know Cody was going to be here? Surprise. And then he comes in and starts playing his phone. Is that amateur hour over here? Yes. What the fuck? I didn't, I I didn't knock over anything at all. I made yeah, no noise. No, Dave did. I heard it. Yeah, you Dave. did something, did Dave. I did nothing. I set my phone down very quietly. Yeah, well, it, bad was news. Wasn't very quiet. You did set it down. I believe that part. On a piece of paper. Oh, yep, God. Yep, yep. The best part is I can tell it was you. Again, it's not like it's anybody's fault. It wasn't that big a deal. But like I can see it wasn't a microphone line that spiked on the audio line. It was yours. Damn it. All the evidence points against me. Dave, so... I maintain my innocence. Josh says it was, in fact, not quiet. Yeah, see? It's not just uh, us. We're Dave, not gaslighting I, you. I have to say Everyone something. is gaslighting This is not a mean comment. I... I it is it a is. pet peeve, but it doesn't mean it's mean. I just I want to express when we're talking about something and you go out of your way to say, I don't know what that is, or I haven't seen it. I am aware that you have not seen it would be more worth everyone's time to just tell me what you have seen when we're having a conversation. Because that will be a surprise. What I'm talking about, uh No, no, you're Jonathan you Majors. Is being a dick, being a villain, and you're like, I don't know who that is. I know, I, I'm aware you don't know who that is. How would you know who that is? That's all. That's I, I just wanted to express that we had a conversation. I mean, so today. You, it's brought up so casually that it's like, oh, everyone knows that. <laughs> well, no, but you know, Chris and I. It are... has been all over the news the last 24 hours. <laughs> I have not paid attention to the news it, the past 24 hours, and that's okay. When you say like, oh, I heard of that guy. That to me is news, and that is great. That's an efficient use of our time. When you're like, I haven't heard of that, and then you follow it by another statement of something else you haven't heard of, it's like, yeah, I mean, you just don't have to. Save your time, save our time. I, ah, okay. I, you know, you're saying I'm being a dick. I think this is very nice. And I, I think what I'm hearing right guns now is to attack you. what I'm, I'm hearing right now is shut your goddamn mouth no, the entire no. show. Only when it's used, when it's like worth everybody's time. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. So never. Got it. <laughs> You're going to be a big part in today's reviews. I want you to talk, you know, a lot. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you are. The Glass of Us, the game, and the TV show. That's half great. the thing we have I, up there. For 33% of this, I'm going to no, be no, great. No, that's 50% because there's four things. Do you, you're the math guy. You're in finance or whatever. There are three things listed up there. That's great. Okay. Last Moving of on. Us game. 
Last of Us TV show, and this is actually, it's a good question. We're not going to spend long on the game, to be clear, but yes. Well, we should. No, we should not. (laughs) We should. The game's coming out on PC and the remake. Great. It's coming out out to be a buggy mess on PC. Phenomenal. (laughs) Well, it's still still worth revisiting. I'm not saying we're not going to spend time on it. We're not spending 15 minutes on it. It's a 10-year-old game. Four things. Otherwise, we should we should review GTA Five every time it gets re-released, which is to say about every nine months. Yeah, because we're we're such a we're really the standard bearer for current reviews. Yeah, well, at least that would be something Dave had done, so you don't have to (laughs) excoriate him for the first three minutes of the fucking show. By your rules, I know that one. I should let you know. Right, that's true. That's perfect. See, he's he's a quick learner. and, And honestly, yeah, that's useful. Except I already knew it, but still. That still you're, is. You're not gonna win. Tate. I I know only because it's like one of your favorite games, so we've talked about it. That's all, you know. I mean, I think it's, it's a great start. We I haven't been here for the last two weeks. Didn't you miss our no. fun, God. friendly banter? God no. <laughs> I can't wait to see what comes out first: Grand Theft Auto Six or Elder Scrolls Six? Because Elder Scrolls Six was announced four years before Grand Theft Auto. But now it, we've already seen like leaked gameplay footage of Grand Theft Auto, so you'd think it's in the lead. But who knows? Neither one might be out till like five years from now. Maybe they'll just be begrudging well, I, and scrapping I, I, the stuff that got leaked and then start all over again. I, I maintain, why would they ever release a, a new game when all their online stuff makes more money than the game sales ever could? That's depressing, even though you're absolutely correct. Do you play any of that? Hell no. That's I, I don't want to support that. Okay. We spent eight hundred dollars to train these dogs, and they're like no better than when we dropped them off. Mm-hmm. It's a scam. What yeah, a terrible a, a waste of money. Do you, do you understand it's a scam, right? They actually are a lot better, but it's more interesting for no, the show the, if the, I say. Do you watch no them get trained, or do they just go off and disappear for a while, and they come back, and you're like, "That's I, true." And yeah. they were just they were just in a room with food, <laughs> They've been in a dark and kennel I, exactly. for two weeks. <laughs> and they were just like, "Okay, obey," and then you don't yeah. have any proof that they actually did anything. Exactly. During the daytime, it's like Toy Story three, but then at nighttime, it's like Toy Story three. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just yeah. put that. They put that dog TV channel on, and there's just other dogs fucking around, and then the dogs <laughs> just fuck around. Maybe it's like one day of like shock collar treatment, <laughs> and that's it. And then they drug them before I picked them up. Look how tame they are. <laughs> yeah. Wow, new dogs. She's like, well, I will warn you when they go home, change of environment, mm-hmm. and really, it's just the drugs will wear off. Yep. Great. So we're All catching right, up. On. We're catching up on reviews in this episode. There's a couple we've talked about that we thought we would get around to. And I don't know that any of them need their own episode, so they're not going to get their own episode. We're just going to kind of lump them all together. We used to do a segment called Rapid Reviews where we would spend one minute on things. That's that was not short. good. It's that bad. segment will never come back. No. So we're going to spend like 10 to 15 minutes on each of these, which is more than enough time, I think, for each one. Because, again, each one is interesting in its own right. I'm not saying it's not. But like, there's not an hour of discussion on any of these, I don't think. There is on Engage, except Michaela hasn't beaten it. So she has ruined the entire and review. And will, probably never will, because she's playing 15 again now. Honestly, she may never beat it. Not, not even like, oh, it's going to take forever, so I'm using hyperbole. It might just never happen. And I'm she will argue it. And I will point to the library of games <laughs> that she has never quite beaten. So uh, evidence is on my side. But anyways, along, right, yeah. with that said, we don't probably have a whole show. We could probably talk about The Last of Us show the whole time, but... You, at least, Chris, haven't seen it. I don't know Cody. He's a rogue agent. He's an agent of chaos. I watched it before you did, and I was not allowed to talk about it. That's right. Because you were said, I hadn't so seen there it. You go. I'm, I just, I'm just saying I didn't know. I, did, I was going to say you didn't watch it. I watched it more than you did. So <laughs> I feel like I'm uniquely qualified to speak about the show and game together because I played and beat the game concurrently with watching the show. 
So it was, did you finish first? Yeah, I was gonna ask the same I, thing. I finished the show first. Which That's I'm a little too bad. That That's is. Kind of but you started the game first, right? Yes, I started the game first, and then the show coming out kind of reignited it. But unfortunately, I couldn't beat it before. I beat the game like maybe two days after the last episode and came out. You, I, I was trying to beat it all. Did you know what had, like, had you already had spoilers? No. Not oh, before the show. sucks. You should have So he got so first. close to an unspoiled <laughs> end of that game, yeah, yeah. which would have hit him harder. So, it, it, I mean, the show hit hard in its own way, though, I will say. Yeah. It did. I mean, yeah, I, but you should have finished the game first. All right, so wait, what do we want to do first? We're going to talk about the game first. Talk to, about the show. To, to defend Dave, though, the game is at least fifteen hours. Yes. Whereas the show is about nine. Sure. Yeah. Give or and take. The, the, so, the TV show just came out, and the game's been out for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> also, and so you average the amount of time I mean, you that, had to play the true. game. Um, let's and even do... though the game has been out for more than a decade, by proxy, this is still your spoiler warning for everything in this episode. Sure. All three of these are going to be tackled in full because, look, while the last of a show just finished, the story's been around for a while, yeah. so some people have had plenty of opportunity. Uh, let's do the show. Let's do the show okay. first. Show first. So um, I think as far as a video game adaptation of a show, this is the gold standard because there's never been one that has been truer to the source material while also being... Uh, creating its own story. You know, some of the side tangents they went off of, especially with Bill and Frank, I thought was a really good touch to it. Mm -hmm. It allowed them to explore more stuff that wasn't talked about and change things a little bit while staying true to the core story. And then including a lot of the moments that people really resonated with in the game. It was mildly infuriating to watch people's takes who had not been exposed to the video game or most video games in general, to be like, wow, there's some good storytelling in some of these. Why didn't you people tell us sooner? And we're like, oh, boy, can you go fuck yourself? Because, yeah, Cause, yeah what, what interesting commentary, because I think you're spot on in the fact that it's being regarded as one of, if not the best adaptations, and it's the one that stays the closest to its material instead of trying to gussy things up for the film audience that they think is going to be out there or changing things for a TV audience because that's what people expect in TV. If the source material is good, use it. Mm -hmm. It's very faithful. And, I mean, they literally take some mini scenes straight out of the game. You playing them so close together, like, that was probably very clear to you when they would do that. Um, yeah, it, I think it is the best adaptation they've ever had. Some people are like, what about Mortal Kombat? Let, let's be real. <laughs> like, it was the best for a while because it was dumb, campy fun. Right. But it's not actually, like, a good movie. There's no depth to it. This yeah. was actually great. Stands alone on its own. The casting was excellent. Um, There are going to be some things that happen in later <laughs> seasons. I'm going to be really interested uh, what how they're going to handle it and what how people are going to react. Here's where I will say TV and game being different, and I can see the reactions uh, also being very different, but we're not there yet. We're just, we have this first season and it was very good. It was a little rushed though, I, as a, as a critique. Um, so we're not just gushing over it the whole time. I it thought was... I didn't understand why they felt like they had to do it in one single nine episode season. Mm -hmm. I mean, Especially they if they're going to expand certain elements like Bill and Frank, they got their own episode. That's awesome. My one critique of doing that is now it's less. You only now have you nine have episodes, episodes. For the entire rest of the show. Yeah. I mean, uh, playing through the game, though, a lot of the game 
was the explore it was the combat you know a lot of the game was oh man i'm gonna run around this corner up there's six clickers here up there's a bloater like they showed things that i thought was kind of cool how they made sure to include those but it wasn't the core factor of the show which i get you know there's a split difference between a entertainment on a tv show versus the entertainment in the game so i understand some of the differences that come there um but that's felt maybe that's why it felt rushed because a level that they cleared through in 10 minutes in an episode that took you maybe an hour because of the gameplay factor of it feels a little more rushed i guess it's the walking deadification right where it's like okay we don't need to be showing everybody killing zombies every minute of every hour of every day similarly like killing a clicker is cool do we need to show that like six times an episode or like a hundred times a season or can we just kind of skate by with the minimum but the problem is you also had moments interspersed throughout that gameplay and now all of a sudden they're either crammed together like an accordion or omitted entirely so i'm sure the pacing just feels off in general because of that you didn't get the same you didn't get quite they did great with the time that they had Mm -hmm. but when you reach the ending, you know what? Even by the time he's holding Ellie and doing the baby girl moment after the cannibal town where you're like, this is great. It felt more earned in the game because you had more time with Ellie and you had a lot more time of Joel just being a dick. And so when he starts to not be a dick, that's like a really big deal. Whereas in the show, you know, it's softer and it's Pedro Pascal. So it's harder for him to be a dick anyway. That's <laughs> interesting about TV is like the uh, charisma. The actors can kind of, kind of imbue into these characters. Um, you don't hate th- the TV Joel almost ever. Whereas in the game, you really kind of go back and forth. You're like, this dude is sort of bad, but he has some humanity. So he's relatable. You See, feel, you feel like they was like, well, there's like two scenes. It felt like where it was just kind of the two of them, together wandering along there's one where they're walking and they see the like the baby blanket i think it is or mm. whatever and there's one where they're in the they're in the truck driving and those really felt like the only two where they were kind of together for a significant amount of time where you would have had exactly that from the game where he would have had like the opportunity to try and yeah. develop a little bit rather than him kind of walking around being quiet for most of the time it's like it hit all the beats it needed to hit it, yeah. but dave i would point to a show that you love uh breaking bad better call saul where they're so renowned because they spend so much time just like letting characters and scenes just breathe, you know, mm-hmm. five minutes of like, here's this process, mm-hmm. no talking. And didn't get a lot of that. So I don't know if we needed a whole extra season, but like 12 episodes, which is pretty standard, I think would have been perfect. I think I just it's wanted definitely... one more, like on the, la- the, la- the, that, the, the finale thinking... being like, we got to, they really got into, you know, like Salt Lake, I think, right? Re- like really, really quickly. And all mm-hmm. that shit happens really rapidly. And then we're in and we're out. And I get that that's a, like the the final scene of the season is, you know, him rescuing her and lying to her. And then they start, like they leave and that's that. And that's yeah. where you want to end on. It just did feel like they got there so quick. And there's like a lot of build up to what's going to happen in that thing that it, I didn't feel like the tension as much. I think I felt in the game because you don't know what's going to happen also in the game when you get there i was like kind of waiting for that i'm like okay this is gonna like this is gonna get really tense and then yeah and and maybe it's because they rush you i didn't feel like um i felt he was much more defensible in the show for what he did at the end i felt like in the game maybe maybe they just make it very clear that like this is the cure there's no ifs ands or buts there's no doubt and so you're killing humanity and maybe well, you're still on Joel's side, or maybe you're not, but the show suffered from that. It felt like, uh, it's kind of a maybe. They think it could be. 
No, uh, I mean, I thought Marlene was pretty straightforward when she said, this is what we can do. He can grow them. It's a cure. Like, she said that straightforward. It's a cure. Now, it may not have come through as straight through as the game, because I agree the game did do a little bit more of like, we've got this yeah. type of deal. But she did say straightforward. It's a cure. And he made the decision to essentially end the cure for humanity. Also, she arguably gave consent in the show. And then, that's a, to me like a plot hole or something that's unclear because in the game, this is, this no is a pretty big plot hole for me. She was unconscious the entire time. Mm-hmm. So no consent. Uh, in the show, she was awake, right? Or was she no. not? No, no, she's never. asleep. How, why? Never. What happened? Because they, they got smoke gassed mm-hmm. and picked up. Yep. Well, you don't and see her they, go unconscious. They, don't they, see they, they put her either. to sleep for the surgery, right? Yep. Well, right. But yep. before she was in the surgery... She was assumed they were pretty, awake, right? They, were, they, they didn't tell her they were going to do. They, yeah, that part wasn't clear. So, yeah, so yeah. I have a big gap on where in the game it was very, very clear, and it also comes at the end where he was like, "Yeah, there's dozens like you." And you're like, "Okay, that's from the game." Yeah, and then raiders came in. It was wild, and you're like, "Do you? Who the fuck is going to believe that?" <laughs> but now we're now it's too much. Do you feel like the cure like doesn't come as come out as impactful because you don't have clickers and everyone wandering around so much that you don't feel like they're as much of a threat? Like society's pretty fucked. So even if you cure this, are you really going to build like are we going to get the cannibal people going to go back to being normal and everything's going to be happy again? Like does it really even fucking matter in the big no, picture? I mean, I, I wa- seeing now this is my interesting perspective because I did see the show first and I did feel that it was absolutely fucking over humanity and I thought I thought it was indefensible. Like good now, good. I will, I will say, seeing the show first, the problem I have with it is that decision to well, we've got a killer was come to and it happened in the game too. That decision was come to in the time it took Joel to wake up from regain consciousness from being hit with the butt of a pistol from a butt of a rifle. Like that's a short period of time to be like, hey, let's make sure we don't kill the, go- the go- goose that lays the golden eggs here. Yeah. Let's, let's test a few other things first. And maybe like, that was it. Like I felt like in the game they they had done a bunch of research to the point where it felt nope. like as nope. soon as we get this person, we're gonna run the X-rays, but like we kind of know what it's gonna take. Stunningly, that last episode was exactly the same game to uh, show. I think I feel and watching. I, I think there's stuff that you can find and explore in the environment that gives you a lot more context. Maybe Seeing I found a couple. Wise, of you might be tapes. right, though. <clears throat> Maybe I found a couple of Marlene tapes that describe that and her angst about the fact that, like, not you know, this is it. This is the only thing we can do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It's still. Uh, but regardless, I, I think it's a it's a very emotionally engaging show. Pedro Pascal did a great job, even though he was different than the video game Joel. I think he did a very good job. Um, <clears throat> I am sorry, I'm blanking on the name of the girl who played Ellie. Yeah, um, that, I mean, I, she portrayed that role as tough, but also a young person who wants to impress someone who turns out to be a father figure. There's a lot of heart in there, a lot of emotions, and the ending hit pretty hard for me as a show. Um, and then watching going through it again in the game actually made me feel almost a little bit more connected to it. I'm like, man, I don't know that I agree with this, but the game is telling me I have to go through here and fight this. Yep. So it was almost and tougher in a way. You have to shoot the doctor. Yep. You have you different agents. You have to shoot the doctor. I tried not to actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. So did I. And then when you find out you can't, you're like, okay, a foot shot is still good. Cause in my head, I'm like, no matter what, you're going to, you're going to maim him. Right. And he's going to be out of the way. No, he just died. There's no way to not kill him. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I tried. 
I, except in the second playthrough, I did a little more role playing, so I, de- I shot him right in the face. Because <laughs> um, I was like, that Joel's not going to give a shit. It reminded me of John Marston, though, where it's like, I'm going to put like dead eye on every one of these motherfuckers outside of this barn, but I can't kill them all no matter what I do. I tried. I reloaded a few times. I'm like, maybe if I'm quicker, maybe if I take these out first. It's like, no, the game's telling me something. Yeah, I just have to kind of accept it and, and interpret it my own way. Yeah. I, I, I loved that. I loved the... Joel is a lot more like old and busted in the show. His hearing is gone. Um which is so funny because your whole superpower in the game is hearing, <laughs> hearing. and in the, yeah, yeah. in the show he can't hear. Um, he wants Tommy to take her the rest of the way because he's just too old and can't do it anymore. Really interesting. Not caring. I liked it. It's kind of yeah. like more human, and you sort of felt a little more emp- empathy for him. Mm. Um, I also really loved how in the show, I don't know that they necessarily brought it home in the way that I wanted, but... You have so many examples, uh, Bill and Frank, and um, I'm blanking on a couple other ones that that I noted, where they're like, fuck humanity, save the person that you love. Mm -hmm. And like, love is more important than anything. And they do that like two or three times. Was not present in the game. They really hit you over the head, all building towards this finale to make it seem more gray. I'm with you, Dave. I feel like it's pretty black and white, but... um, There are people who are like, yeah, I'm with Joel. So, yeah, that's me. Yeah, 100%. exactly. Really? Absolutely. I'm curious to see why. Because it, it's not going to get better. It's not going to get fixed. <laughs> the cure doesn't do, isn't going to do shit. People are going to monetize it and try and kill each other for it. There's so much depth I could get into of the, like, if yeah. you actually cured it, what would happen? It would not fix the world. The world is fine. What's interesting it, is the game, though, gives you evidence, Dave, of like, I feel like this is a cure for humanity. Like this is such a big deal, but they also do a great job of showing you if you want to take the opposite argument, like the last of us, which is the whole title of the game. Hmm. Everyone sucks. Yes. Like that's if you exactly. are still alive, you hear so many stories in the game of people trying to be good and doing good things and they're dead and you're reading mm-hmm. their letters because they didn't yep. make it. All that's left is the shitty remnants. Exactly. Um, only- I'm with you, Dave. I agree with you, but they do a great job of, of painting this picture. But the only method to re- eventually restore humanity is to cure the issue at hand. And yes, it will take generations. It will take time. It will take a very long time. But without the threat of being bitten by an infected and turning into one, the feral nature of humans will have to revert because, okay, yeah, I might get hurt, but at least I'm not going to turn into this monster in an hour. I don't think the show does a good enough job of making them the threat. People are all the threat, which is what I take away from the show now. There is not enough. That's. There's not, not quite enough. I don't mind that they're not around. It's not the walking dead, but like I took from the show is that world is done. Like it's not <laughs> going to get better. Only the humans are all the evil, bad people. And honestly, the clickers and bloaters did them a favor in the one big scene. They actually took out some of the bad people and let them get away. <laughs> and then of course, like the kid gets bit as a result of that. And he ends up dying. But I don't know. I just came away from the show being like, it reinforced my thought in the game of, this is not going to get better, and Joel made the right call. I mean, I'm really Dave, curious to see how they do that in season two. Dave, you get some great um, – there's some great scenes I'm thinking about that I think even uh, are, like, more towards your side. I don't want to say evidence, but uh, but it's in, it happens in two. Yes. Okay. But, like, you'll come across people, and she'll be like, oh, it's a shame there was no cure yes. to help these fuckers <laughs> out. Hmm. 
Um, I think it's I don't, I, it's really great. I'm not because I, I agree with you. I, I think I feel like the same way that the second game makes me flip that way a lot more. Yeah. Than this one does, and I don't, and I'd have to like actually replay through it to oh, so kind bad. of come back to why that exactly is. I'm actually I'm playing through two right now, and they're so intentional about the way they want you to feel the whole time, <laughs> like hating certain characters, and and you know people are like, oh, it's so divisive, and it's like, yeah, but. The game designers they clearly intended that, and mm-hmm. when yeah. we get there, we'll, I'll talk about it more. But um, man, I'm just so excited for you, Dave. You're on this journey now. You have season two of the show. You have the game, which well, you have to play first. So you wanted to finish that now oh, before God, season please. two, which well, he has plenty of time to do. Yes. But time, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to beat two now so I can let Dave borrow it this weekend. I don't yeah. know if I'm gonna make it. It is a little bit more of a, a robust experience than the first one, but I'm gonna really try, Dave. Robust <laughs> as in sadder. I mean, definitely sadder, but uh, just more heavy-handed, uh, much more involved. Uh, Probably what like, ten hours longer. It's about ten to fifteen, yeah. depending on yeah what you do. But yeah, I think the first one's listed at fifteen hours. This one's more like twenty-five. So yeah, uh, t- uh, t- uh, scores. Yep, give scores. I'm show nine, show end game. Nine point two out of uh, ten for the for the show. There was a couple of flaws, a couple of things I wish that it had done better, but it's, I mean, easily, I think, the best game adaptation. It, yeah. It's like such, it's one that can stand on its own, which is unlike The Witcher, which is dog shit. <laughs> and also would... an example of when they feel like they can do their own thing. Not if you suck at writing, you can't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyways, and then you you know make your lead character ostracized from the series. Yeah, because that, that he too. wants to be more faithful, more devoted to yeah. the source material that was really well regarded. And you, then you're like, well, actually, fuck you and the source material. Oh, mm-hmm. great. I would go show uh, probably nine out of ten. Again, I think it truly is the best adaptation of a game of of a game that's been made ever. I mean, Super Mario Brothers, the movie, was absolutely number two on that list. Right, of course. Close second. Very close. Um, It's uh, (laughs) right there. Um, But one other thing that I like they added in that I didn't get a chance to say was um, the scene with, I thought they did a good job of helping you understand Ellie a little bit more with the scene with her mom in the show and um, the whole episode with Riley and kind of what happened there. Um, yeah. I think that does a really good job of explaining one. I thought it was, did a good job of saying like, Oh, this is how she actually got this immunity. I liked that because it, it gave a little bit more connection. I think to her of the, it was a little bit of random chance, but you understand why not just, Oh, I guess she's immune. Who yeah. the hell knew? You know, I liked that part rather than she's just the miracle one um, leaves open the door in the show that, Hey, if they ever figured this out, you could potentially figure out a way to recreate this. I don't think you will intentionally, but you could, you know, so, <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> um, but anyway, nine out of 10, it's still a very good, very good show. I enjoyed playing through the game. Um, game. I'd probably give probably eight and a half out of 10. Um, very good game, but um, sometimes it felt like, oh man, I got to fight some guys again, just because I'm in a game rather than a show, you know? So there's a few scenes like that. It was a little bit too much, but still very good game overall. I'm going to jump in, sorry, uh, just because of uh, what Dave said. And also, I didn't give my game score. I'm going to give uh, the game 9.7, which is up from the first time I played it. I played the remake, which graphically, it might be, it's among the best oh, games I've ever seen. It's, it's amazing. And 2 <laughs> yeah. was amazing. And then I'm going back and playing 2. I'm like, what is this archaic <laughs> fucking game? Um, because the remake is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think playing a lot more into stealth where I literally would restart encounters if I got spotted. 
Um, but Dave, you can also adjust like minute things of the difficulty. So I turned like awareness just a little bit down and I made them hit a lot harder to like balance that. And I made resources more abundant. So like I made the game harder, but also easier to find stuff. And it was just like this like perfect balance, which is what you can do in the remake and you couldn't do in the, in the original game. Plus you tap a button, it shows you exactly where you're supposed to go. You would have also loved that. I loved it for sure. Because the game can be so drab sometimes. You're like, wh- where, where am I supposed to go? Yeah, yeah. happened a few times to me. So <laughs> I'm going to add 0.5 to your score because you would have appreciated these quality of life things. I probably would have because I did play the older version rather than the the replicated remaster. You did. And the um, the Riley episode you're talking about on the TV show, that is DLC that is just bundled into the remake and also very, very good. Yeah, I bet. So, okay, Cody, go ahead. It shows like 9.2 and the game's like 9.5. Fair. Pretty Great. much right around where you Great. would have done. No. Also, and that, that episode with Riley to me is the best one of the season. Like, I love the Bill and Frank episode, but I mean, the main characters aren't necessarily in it a whole lot. I thought that episode was so good. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. You know, too much. Uh, what the same problem with the Bill and Frank episode? I don't. Know, I can't put my finger on it, but uh, if I'm to, to listen to the internet, there's just something about those two episodes. Mm. It's just bad. I, know, I wonder. I, I, I can't put my finger on it. I they were review bombed and I just don't, yeah. I can't figure I, it out. I finished, I finished the Riley episode and went to Twitter immediately. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. I can't wait to see what people have to say. But most smart people were like, this is brilliant television. Exactly. I, I actually saw some video that was online that was like, hey, how are we going to get people involved? You know, I'm going to make a video game TV show. A video game TV show? That's going to be that great. How are you going to hook people in? I had two words for you. Hillbilly or homosexual hillbillies. It's like, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This is great, man. I loved it. Great representation. Um, they changed some of the characters. Uh, another benefit of making the show in 2023 as opposed to a game that came out, I think 2008 is 13, but yeah. 2013. Yeah. Oh, eight. Yeah. Uh, we care more about like this diverse representation and uh, it was just really we, nice. We, not everybody. Well, the, the, we as in the creators of Can't the show. Can't spell woke without we. <laughs> okay, so that's our first review. I give the game an eight. I haven't seen the show. Okay. Well, probably I probably would also go up a half point with the quality of life improvements, but I also played the original. So Yeah, yeah I did too. So now I want to play the remake. Cause I didn't yeah, because it's, it's that exact problem it. happened where, like you said, everything is just kind of greenish, brownish in the environment, which makes sense given the way the world is, but doesn't make it fun to navigate it. I was like going through the motions when I played it the first time a little bit. And this one, I was like very engaged in. That would, well, that stuff. would help quite a bit because it has sort of it has sort of an uncharted problem for me, where I'm like, I know mm-hmm. I need to have this action piece in between for pacing and whatnot, but I'm like, the action's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. okay, but I'm here for the story, and I'm not I, I'm not interested in what's in between that. They also take cues in gameplay from the sequel, so it just like brought more in line to be like two. Um, the I have a question, but go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I was just going to say, the show could have done a great job of making Joel into the asshole if he just denied Ellie the high five earlier in the season. Then we would have hated yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Or like kick it. a dog one time, you know, yeah. just yeah. whatever. But, you know, just have Ellie do that. It's a high five. It takes like five seconds. What the hell, man? Yeah. <laughs> Two things real quick, by the way, before your question. One, I mean, we've sort of alluded to it, but... Please do more of this. I'm glad this has been so successful, yes. even though I don't really care about The Last of Us that much because I want to see more faithful adaptations. So by all means, use this as a stepping point to finally fix this gap between the industries. And also props to them for actually making an effort in the remaster because so many of those are also lazily done. Sometimes just ports with like a slight graphical update. 
So again, props to everybody involved with all this for doing it correctly, and I hope that's a template going forward now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, there's so many good video game stories out there, and I think that you can do a really good job of telling them. And you can even pull a few back from a long time ago. I don't know if I'm alone in this. If you want to go make Knights of the Old Republic and have good Star Wars writers make that into a show, I'd like it. I'd watch it. I really yeah. would. Yeah. Yep. We're too busy. Um, I have a super hot take about Dave Filoni, but we'll, we're going to say that for another time. That doesn't sound good. Golden Child has lost some of his luster. I don't know if he's ever been great. And I'm wondering if passion for Star Wars is enough to be a showrunner. I think it was also someone who was at least decent in a time when everything else was bad. So now there's a lot of other good Star Wars offerings by comparison, but back when you know Clone Wars and other stuff Filoni worked on was really popular, it was a cult classic, and it was the oasis in the desert of awful Star Wars content. That's sorry, not the case sorry. anymore. No, I'm, I'm reserving it because I'm concerned, I'm, but I'm reserving it for seeing how the Ahsoka okay. show goes. Because if that goes badly... That's, I think, that's certainly uh, the I have not point. liked this season so far, oh, and that's why I'm concerned. It's but. bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I will just straight up say it. That's fine. But okay. he's hoping it's going to turn around. I'm just waiting for the Ahsoka show. To we should actually, we could do a Mandalorian 3 impressions maybe next week, but sure. uh, the impressions are bad so far. It's Shit, a spoiler. Bad. Yeah. But I've specifically, like, why do we need to spend so much time walking everywhere? Why is this a new thing? Huh, that reminds me of my complaint about Lord of the Rings. No, <laughs> no, literally, uh, Dave, they will just, there's a scene where characters are just walking and they're not talking and there's no interesting dialogue about soup or whatever. It's just walking, sometimes the same path twice. They're, they're just showing off their CGI world they built. That's that's what they're fucking I doing. I remember when the Ents are walking with the, with the Hobbits and they're not doing anything. They're talking. Yeah, I they're, they're talking, God damn it. They're, they're talking gonna, about we're how important the ring is, Dave. <laughs> okay, so we got Lord of the... We got one 50% done with the review so far. All right, bye, guys. <clears throat> Right, we're going to basically go through them in the order that starts excluding people as time goes on, which means Creed 3 has to be second. That's why okay. I did it this way. Because Dave has not seen any Creed movies. Have you seen any Rocky movies? Bits and pieces. I know a good chunk of it. I know a lot about it. Well, so Creed 3... I fucking hate you. <laughs> Creed 3 is interesting because it is the first non-Rocky... Rocky. Rocky. Mm-hmm. And... I definitely had some concerns going in because I love like uh, Adonis Creed is great before three. I was always like, he always sort of felt more like a sketch of a character than a real live character to me. And I don't know why. And I think it's the Rocky relationship where you're, you watched six Rocky movies before that he's such a legacy character. And then he's still in there as the mentor and it kind of was about their relationship or Rocky and like Creed didn't get the development that I've wanted. And I don't know why. Um, I really felt like that changed in this one. I thought he was a great character. I thought it was interesting. Um, and it was like the movie that needed to happen to really do this transition from Rocky to this new generation. You look like you're angry or something. I didn't like it a whole lot. Oh, you didn't like the third one. I didn't like it a whole lot. Well, let's. Uh, well, no. And it's, I, it's go not, ahead. It's not, and that, that's like that's comparing it to like the very high level I consider the other two at. Because I know I like two more than you do. Um, and I don't. I don't think it's bad. It just felt like I could feel the director difference. Like it just oh, yeah. felt like it was these characters that had been created in a couple other movies, and then they were dropped into a different 
world in a way. Like, what did you think of the last fight? Because the the Shadow Realm fight was uh, different, and I don't think I liked it because I just didn't like we we built this whole shit up to the the standoff, and then I'm like. So we got a round or two, and then we had the Shadow Realm, and then we, oh shit, the fight's over. That's yeah, it's, it. it's the last round. Oh, and, God. And I, I was just like, I, I lived for the way they started shooting those scenes. Because obviously the Rocky boxing fight matches from the 80s are not shot. They're not boxing. They're not, they're just, <laughs> like, it just looks like, it looks like professional it's, it's, wrestling. It's, yeah. it's Haymaker Palooza. Except for three. There's the one exception. It it starts to resemble some boxing yeah. because it's more speed. It's about the technical aspect and of it. Yeah. I thought the way they shot and choreographed those two those boxing matches in the first two were really like I loved it. And so I was good. I was like super into that and that got me really into the movie. And I'm like sitting there waiting for all right, are we gonna get like three fights in this movie? I get to watch this like these boxing things. And I just didn't feel like I got enough of that uh in the third one, especially in the last fight. Cause I was like, I just wanted to see Dame and him fight and it just seemed like and all the crazy part is and this is kind of a weird take is how much damage did either of them look like they had on them at the end of that fight like not, not enough for how even it was exactly it just felt like they like they really did box a four-round fight that's what it kind of felt yeah, the like shot the around time it. didn't actually exist it was a figment of our imagination <laughs> they came out of it no worse for wear and then, again that's a really specific nitpick of like, no but i had the same thing so it's interesting to hear you bring it up because i thought that was a really cool idea like visually and if it was but, in one round, and we came back out, I, and we were 100% in, with and you. we were round seven, I would have fucking loved the idea. I loved it for what it was, and then when it skipped basically the middle ten rounds of the fight. I, yeah. Theoretically, I loved the idea, like, okay, Shadow Realm, and I love the implication that they're in here, and what seems like a few minutes, I, and I'm sure to a boxer, at times, you're, the rounds would fly yeah. by, yeah. when you're in the zone and all that. And eliminating yeah. all the distractions, and like it's yeah. a, it, it makes perfect sense, like, allegorically and in reality. But as a viewer, you're like, wait, but I wanted to see that. It, so abru- it was so abrupt that it I'm was I'm not over. in the zone. And so to be yeah. clear, it, I actually think, for what it is not in the Shadow Realm, it might be the best fight in the series, if only because this is the first time we've had two evenly matched fighters. Exactly. Yes. It's the first time in all nine movies We've had two evenly matched fighters, and you're like, well, what about like Rocky too? Because they're supposed to be on even. No, Rocky gets the shit beat out of him that entire fight. <laughs> he gets a couple shots in early, and then he wins it late. They're not evenly matched at all. And you're like, okay, every other fight I can point to throughout the entire series is usually one person takes the lead, and then there's a comeback. Mm-hmm. So the so fact we- that these two were just so evenly matched, blow for blow, punch for punch, was great, except we wasted a third of the fight or more. So Creed 2, would you say that even in the last fight, was he the, are you saying he was the underdog or kind of the overdog by that point? He's the underdog, just like in Rocky 4. He's the underdog to Drago for the first 60% of that fight. Okay. Now, yeah. he holds his own a lot better than Rocky does against Drago in Rocky 4 because, again, Rocky, he's taking shots, but he's coming back from them. And then eventually yeah. he starts to get his own offense in around like round 9. So it's better in Creed 2, but we've never had... Just back and forth, evenly matched in this series. I thought it was really refreshing because, again, it's always been come from behind underdog stuff. And that was the perfect way to tell the story of these two in particular. But then we wasted half of it in a darkness region with no light and no hope. You know, I loved, I, uh, just to say what I did like, I loved the uh, the buildup. I was worried in seeing, reading about the, the movie and then seeing previews. I was like, is this going to be enough of an antagonist? It's like a childhood friend. Are we really going to care by the end? And you really did. Yep. Yeah. Um, you kind of hate wanted, this guy. I wanted, I wanted more of Dame on screen. Yeah, I was but, desperate. Well, he's for Jonathan that, yeah. Major, so he's great, even yeah. though he's a criminal. Yeah, um, well, we now, don't know. allegedly sucks, but um, allegedly we'll see. He's a great actor still, and yeah, just just 
dominates well, every scene. I was just fascinated by like he is nobody. He gets into jail. He has no friends. He shows up at the gym. Then he has a he has these two guys who are like dicks that are his cornermen for the fight where he cheap shots the guy. Then we go to the beach and he has all these groupies around him. Like I want to see how all these people just glommed on to him yeah. all of a sudden. When <laughs> yeah, because he's the heavyweight champion. I'm like that whole thing is just fascinating. We cut to where. We have to have fucking Stephen A. Smith in the goddamn movie. And he's in this big, cool house. He just has the cool, big house. And there's a girl there with him. I'm like, I want to know how he got all that. Like, like, I want to see the scenes of him being like, I was in prison like three months ago. And now I'm filthy fucking rich. Yeah. It's fascinating. And we got some of that in the original Rocky movies. Yeah. Where like he goes from, you know, nothing to his big house. And then, you know, loses all his money. Um, and so we I just want to talk about that. that. Yeah, uh, but there was there's one they other. They don't even talk about. That. Yeah, no. <laughs> there's one other small qualm I have is what did you think of the casting of the guy who is supposed to be the heavyweight who by the way is like a welterweight in real life and is like thirty pounds less than being a heavyweight as the big really trained well fighter because Drago's gonna fucking kill that guy. Yeah, Drago's going to absolutely murder him if that was. He has a history of killing people. That's right, but, he, and he but not with a broken hand. He's he not. He would have punched this guy's head off of his body. And well, they so, did a good job, but because other than like the poster and you know, some of those lead into the fight that doesn't end up happening, yeah. they don't actually show them next no. to each other because no. otherwise you would see really quickly. Because when you like, see oh, David and him next to each other, yeah, I'm like, you're gonna get fucked. Oh, up these right are him. not the same weight class yeah. at all. Oh no. And yeah. I know he's a real he's a real life boxer on that, but I'm like, there's a lot of real life boxers out there. I'm like. This is the best we could do because the guy couldn't act very well. His mom being around was weird and like she was like running all this stuff. His whole vibe was just off to me and it didn't I don't know where that came from. I feel like they wanted to cast somebody else and they said no and they had to like well, they're like, Bullshit. you know, boxing is so important in Hispanic culture, yeah. so we want to have somebody prominent there, but it's like, yeah, but this is being led and run by, like, a black director, led yes. by a black actor. Like, there's a ton of influence from African Americans throughout it, which is awesome. I don't know if they necessarily nailed the guy who's supposed to be that, Hispanic. Yeah. yeah. That that was just, it just, every time he was on screen, it just kind of felt, because as soon as he goes away, once he, he the movie know, gets better. Yeah, I, exactly. Like, once we don't have to deal with that shit. And I didn't think it him. was bad, but I was sort of with you. Where I was like, this this character is not doing a See, ton See, I would me. say it's more important for me to, like, is the, in a movie like this, the boxing being good is a little bit more important than the acting, I think. Oh, true, But to your sure. point, maybe they could have just gotten a better Actor I, I, and boxer. I honestly would just like like to know the Baxter because the movie opened in Mexico City, I think, where it's, like, its world premiere was. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like you put a, a Mexican you know, guy prominently in here and then you kind of kill him off actually pretty early. Um, and I just was I would love to know the backstory of how that's who they kind of landed on and who if they looked around for anybody else. Because we've had, in my opinion, some really famous boxers, the, the guys who popped up in other stuff because – uh, it's what it's it's uh, Anthony Tarver, I think, in the Rocky Balboa movie. Yep. Yeah, he's a, um, yeah. it's Andre Ward is Danny Wheeler, who's a really big deal boxer. Mm -hmm. That is really unfortunate that we kind of whizzed past that. Yeah, like, a little quickly. Could have been more prominent because Ward's one of the better boxers, honestly, of the past like you know couple decades, yep. in my opinion. Um, and so I'm just I don't I don't know who it would have been or what the best you know the best yeah. option would be. It just was weird that he was. Not even a heavyweight. You could tell he was clearly not a heavyweight. Also, this is a tangent, but was, weren't they winning with a light heavyweight title in the first two movies, and all of a sudden now Creed's a heavyweight? I thought he was a light heavyweight. I don't care about those. Okay. <laughs> well, he couldn't have been a light heavyweight against Drago. 
That's true. I thought in the so, very first movie he was a light heavyweight. I think the first one you're right, but the second one, he, he Drago's about sixty pounds yeah. too heavy for that. Um, and I know that's not all necessarily important, but sometimes I was just like, this is kind of just an interesting choice yeah. of how we did it's it. Fairly common though, you move up and to the because yeah. the heavyweight title of the world is the most prestigious, so yeah. everybody who's anything ends up going there. Kind of akin I, to John Jones, really, but in a different sport. Yeah. I don't know that they suck the landing on the ending. Um, couple different reasons. I feel like. It, it reminded me of like the Kylo Ren thing. Like you had to kill off Kylo Ren. He couldn't be totally redeemed because you're like, yeah, you like destroyed yeah, okay. like planets. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the end, old. you're like, okay, it's great that you guys are friends again. Um, You like had a man assaulted and we have almost like irrefutable proof. And even if you don't like, you know it for sure. And we're just going to breeze by they, that. They hug, I they guess. hug it out, man. Yeah, so that was like huge plot for me. What's funny is when he goes into the locker room and he's like, "Yeah, cool, man, we're good," and he just walks out. I'm like, "You're not gonna like invite <laughs> him out with you or anything? Like, this is just just like, all right, man, bye." And you're See gonna ya. leave him with his two random guys in there because now he doesn't. He has you know, nothing again. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm like, I was interested in the follow up to that, but I don't know if we're gonna get it anymore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it wouldn't have been hard to soften the blow on that if it's like you know. It, if he suggests that maybe there should something should happen to Drago and the guy who he hires takes it way too far, or there's ways yeah. to kind of cushion that to where it doesn't have to be just this outright like, yeah, that's a that's a bad thing. You don't get yeah, to come back exactly. from that. Yeah. Like, Even the gun thing or, is is more understandable yeah. than breaking Drago's hand. Yeah. Some sort of consequence I wanted. And then I felt like they dropped the ball a little bit on there was there was some confused messaging around the daughter that they don't really ever address. You like mean, you mean she should fight, but she shouldn't fight, but maybe she's going to fight. Mom doesn't approve. And I love it because I'm like, oh, that's going to play into, he's going to learn like there has to be a little more control and and, the, and then they never talk about it again it, for the rest the, of the, the movie. The classroom scene, right? When she rightfully so punches that girl. Yeah, deservedly. that girl's a bitch. Sure. Yeah, piece right, of shit. Should have done that. Um, there was, that was it. And it was like, oh, she kind of has a feisty attitude. And I'm like, so are you planting the seeds for a spinoff? Like, that's what it started to like, feel it's like. like a, or that's Creed It's 4. like a backdoor yeah. pilot in the middle exactly. of the movie. And that's what I felt like was, that's why that was there rather than feeding into the story and building into the conclusion. Yes. I didn't like that either. Uh, with that said, I'd love the movie. I mean, I really, yeah. I walked out of the theater thinking like, this is among the best trilogies yeah. I've ever seen just with every movie being of such high quality. Like you could say Batman begins at the dark Knight, maybe better films, but like the third one kind of lets it down rises a little bit. Has some issues. Yeah. This movie better than rises. It's yes. just yeah. solid. All three. I mean, some are better than the others, but like they're all great. Yeah. I mean, this is my least favorite of the three, but we're talking like eight and a half, nine, eight. Yeah. So exactly. like, it's not damning praise to say like, Oh, I didn't yeah. like it as much as the other two. I, as the guy who watched all the Rocky movies, I do appreciate that they had to start going in their own direction, and the end of two does kind of work as a fitting send-off for Rocky, but I I, I feel like the combination of his absence, and this is not a, the fault of Rocky three, but anytime you have to shoehorn in a character who didn't exist before this particular movie, I thought they did as good of a job as possible, but there's still this whole thing like, yeah, you never mentioned this to anybody. I, I accepted that because he clearly like mentally blocked it out. Sure. Like, it I, was there's, like, again, they yeah. justify it well. They build in reasons why, like his mom hiding the truth from him. They do an excellent job of it. But anytime yeah. it happens, I'm always kind of like, They're, yeah, but you've, you haven't, this has never come up. Yeah. And if is, you were going is, to do it, even if you would just have like a couple lines of dialogue in earlier movies that referenced it and you're like, oh, what's that? I don't know what that means. And then it pays off. This it, it just it always feels a I, little bit forced. I looked back to the first movie when she's so disapproving of him going to Mexico secretly to box, 
and then took that context of this incident he had with Dame and was like, oh, she seems more reasonable for being pissed off about him sneaking off to random boxing fights when yeah. this shit happened. And then the, his friend went to like, I looked back on that and they didn't probably mean to do that, but that like lined up better for me. Yeah. Yeah. How of course. Many, how many of the well, how many of the Rocky movies would you say are better than the three all three Creed movies? Like, I guess for zero to me, yeah, yeah. I really like a couple other ones. I would say I like a couple of the Rocky movies more, but they're not better films. Like I like three, and I like four. I I four like is four. you know it, it's guilty pleasure. Yeah. It's it's not like a good movie though. Whereas all three of these movies are like good, films. actually good dramatic movies. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of problems with four that uh, apart from the cool, the three matches we have of, you know, the robot. They actually addressed. It was kind of cool. Like he should not have killed off Apollo Creed. Yeah. Which was nice to hear. Except it was hundred percent true. Now they've created a whole trilogy from. So it's like they've done the bet. They've, they've made that matter a lot more than at the time. Or like, you've just killed off a character for like, it was bad at the time. It was bad. At the oh, time. it was. It was absolutely it, terrible. That's it's, what I'm it's saying. It's worse now. But we needed to hate Russia, though. Okay, we yes, really needed true. to hate it could, Russia. It, I mean, it could have fucking <laughs> paralyzed him. You could have done anything because you also lost. Like he's one of the best characters. Exactly. He is he's, the best. Especially character once he and Rocky start to bond and whatnot, losing that. Especially because then again, like through, I guess you can't really have five without it. But we don't want to have five anyways. No. It's like. Rocky doesn't have anybody else in his life. Adrian dies eventually, and Paulie's a drunk, and he dies. So, like, everybody's fallen out of his life. Wouldn't it be great if he had one old reliable mentor besides Duke to go back to? And he doesn't get along with Duke in five. They're no, fighting. They fight. I loved, uh, sorry, it's the last thing, The that Drago was in the movie two yeah. different times. And Once friends. as getting his arm broken, but then another, like, kind of, like Apollo coming in Rocky three, like mm-hmm. not to the same extent, but he's like, I'm going to help train you, but I'm also going to beat the shit out of you because yeah. I still kind of hate you, but we're kind of friends. I respect you, but I'm not, I'm not going to hold back. Yeah, exactly. That was great. That was great. That was fun. And again, it's, it's one nice through line because without that, yeah, we have the main characters, but it's like the rest of the Rocky universe kind of fades away because his dad's not going to be in it, but having the younger Drago was a nice way to tie it together at least a bit. Yeah, I'm going to... Oh, there went Dave. Dave Maybe died. it's because he was so idle. He wasn't talking, so his computer turned off. Um, I'm going to go... It, like we'll The original it. for me was like 9.8. 9.9 maybe. Uh, the sequel was like 9.2 or 3. I'm going to say the third one, 8.7. So like they're trending down, I guess, but they're all so good. 8.7, that's a great score for a movie. Yeah, I was going to get 8.5, so. Yeah. I think I'm on an 8, which is still, I mean, it's not meant to sound low, but again, if I, I think I would be 8.5, 9, 8 yeah. in that order. So it's not bad. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm glad I saw it. I think it's a good movie. I just, I think it's the worst of the three. I, I am a little sad that, I mean, he's retired twice effectively now. That like, that's right. We're, we're probably not, he's probably not going to fight anymore. It's that's amazing that. to really me. R- rushed to the end of his career. It's amazing, but also like, I guess sort of realistic in boxing, it right? Is. Like most yes. people's careers aren't all that long, right? He was a late starter. Yeah. I mean, especially the age that he is when yeah. he starts boxing. Like, no, he probably shouldn't have 60 professional fights. I mean, I think Rocky ends up like with a record of like, he's got like 65 or 70 fights because, and like some Might of those runs. More. Yeah. He's like boxing like eight times a year. It feels like he's like, I, I, I want to go double check, but he's like 41 and 34 yeah, exactly. at the start of the first movie. Yeah. It's bad. He's, like, a, he's an actual journeyman. Well, and which is hilarious because by the first movie, he was considered like old and broken and yes. over the hill. And then they made five more movies. <laughs> 81 fights. Yeah. And it's then we gave him brain fights, damage uh, in five. And then we uh, undid the brain damage in six. Yeah. yeah. 
81 yeah. fights, 57, 23, and 1. Yeah. And, I mean, so when he boxes in five... So it, he's 43 six. and 21 in the first movie, and he obviously goes on a winning streak in between three, yeah. two and three. That has camera. to be the oldest boxer ever, right? I mean, I don't know. If... When he fights in six? Yeah. Yes. When he fights okay. in six, yeah. But, okay. I mean, you know, like Foreman, Holyfield, there was, there's been some late 50s guys. Yeah. Which you shouldn't do. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Man, I love sex. Anyways, okay. So we have about 10 minutes. Uh, uh, we we'll have less. Cody. Goodbye, Cody. Bye. We have less than 10 minutes for Fire Emblem Engage. I don't think it needs a ton. Uh, I mean, the big story here is in it, a tale of two games, right? Three Houses went full-on Persona-esque. I would not say reached the heights of Persona, but you're sort of managing your time. You're in a school. You're teaching classes. You're fishing. You're having to allot how you spend your time. And then along with the fights and the supports engage, they strip that out almost completely. And the stuff that you can do in your little base, you don't have to almost do any of it. And it's really just all about throwing you into the fights. Um, how, what were your thoughts on that? Kind of preferred it. I thought three houses went too far in that direction. So I think I would prefer somewhere in the middle because I think this is too much of an overcorrection, but it was kind of nice just to be like, let's get back into the combat, especially because they did a good job varying the combat in ways that games in this series have struggled to do at times, where we now have a lot of map variety with interesting things going on, and also not just attack and kill everybody, but some defense missions, some yeah. escort stuff. Like, I was always excited to get back into combat because it's really good in this game. Also, a tale of two reviewers, because I completely disagree. I well, and, and this is, go I loved Three Houses, but the entire direction uh, this series corrected because we were getting games like uh, that were in the vein of uh, blazing blade. Yes. Which I loved, but the series was dying. And so awakening started to put us on a more supports, more things to do. Um, and I think that that was important. So for this game to kind of go back on that, um, I was disappointed about, I was also, it doesn't help that the story was, terrible it's bad um it's really bad and there are moments that are cool actually going sure. through it um some like darkest night type of stuff we're like oh wow like that's how are they gonna get through this one uh but it was like written by a high schooler who is like really really into anime yeah there's a certain point very early on where i was like uh-oh and that point was where your mom dies uh -huh. because we spent like 15 minutes on it like it, she she has like an old west style really elongated death where like yeah. You think she's going to be dead three different times, and she rises off the <laughs> canvas. She's like, oh, I have one more thing I have to say to you, my daughter. And I was like, uh-oh. Like, and, this, and they don't trust us with the storytelling, so this is going to be exactly. simple throughout. Melodramatic and also, like... And they, not earned. They, yeah, they want you to know everything about their relationship in these dying moments. Right. And not anything built up When before. you were a child, I remember watching you sleep, and I'm like, why are you talking about this yeah. now? You're on your dying breath, and she knows all this already. Yeah. So soapy, so melodramatic, and that really carries on through the whole game. Um, now, I would argue Fire Emblem's story has never been great. I think there's been some games that have been good, but it's generally pretty straightforward storytelling. I think the characters help elevate that in a lot of senses for a couple games in particular. I think Awakening and Three Houses are both really strong in that regard, but they're all pretty straightforward good versus evil tales. But this one in particular felt very, very basic. I thought Three Houses was great, except... They, they never, like, bring it home. You have, like, these three perspectives, and you're like, okay, now they're going to, like, meld into this awesome... And then they don't. 
they don't ever really meld. They're I'm not just, even sure they could. Uh, yeah. Uh, With Edelgard's in particular, it's like, how could you reconcile the three of their branches in a way that would make sense? Right, right. So that was kind of a byproduct of the decision they made in the game, which I think was a good one overall, but that was one problem with it, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, now, of course, the problem with this one is there was no nuance and no subtlety to it. So. I don't really like most of the characters. There are some that are fine. Um, I get more of the storytelling from the characters by what they do on the field, uh, which is fun in Fire Emblem games. Like someone you think is going to be good sucks. And then some scrub ends up being like your champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like, gameplay derived storytelling was good because because the combat is so, so, so good. Best in the series. Uh, it's really good. I. I I would entertain that. I would have to think about it. And so in that way, I mean, that enough is a testament. Being able to merge with past Fire Emblem heroes and have unique attacks that come with that, like some of the utility that you get from that, like the ability to take Celica and merge her with whomever and then teleport across the map just once, but as your emergency button where it's like, oh shit, that unit's being attacked and I got to save him, or oh, there's an ally over there I've got to rescue before something bad happens, or whatever the case might be. That's just one example, but I love that shit. You could play it like, a bunch of different times and each playthrough would be very different because of the different mixing and mashing uh, options that you have with I really, those rings. I liked getting rid of weapon durability Me in too. a sense. The spells still have to be replaced at times, you know, like the healing and whatever, but I don't need that shit. I don't need to worry about like, oh, I have an iron sword and it broke. The gameplay was so pure. I played on a hard, a casual, hard casual. I don't need to go through a whole map again when my la- <laughs> character dies in the last turn. Yeah. Um, But it made it so fun and every turn you're like brain is going overdrive like well what can i do how can i save this character um how can i fortify this area it was really really And because you have so many options it doesn't feel like you're overwhelmed in those spots whereas you go back and play some of the older games and it's like okay my units can attack i don't have enough of them in this spot nobody can get there this turn so i'm doomed i had to either start over or accept the death now it's like you've got options even if you're playing on hardcore you have options yep Maybe it's going to be tricky. Maybe you have to take acceptable losses, but at least you feel like, okay, I can do something to turn the tables. The last map took me two and a half hours alone, which was a little bit too long. That's but, a little much. But it was still like great. It was like enthralling, and I love that. So, um, yeah, it, it was great. Uh, but the problem just goes back to uh, my headline. I like to try to do headlines for these reviews. Hmm. The best mobile game I've ever played is what this felt like. It just felt like between the characters and the the story the, really just being an excuse right. to get all the heroes. And the activities. Yeah. Those felt very much like a mobile game. Very mobile. The combat didn't. That's the one no. area where it stands and out. And very but... fluid moving. That, like, I miss that now going back playing old Oh, yeah. Ones. Quick. Yeah. Fluid. Pretty looking. Load times reduced. Like, all that's really strong. Yeah. But it's got its flaws. And um, unfortunately, I'm still kind of agreeing with you overall about how, like, yeah, the cast is not great. Like you said, some standouts. The story's bad. One of the worst in the series. It was weird, too, because I was like, stop giving me new characters. Like, I don't care. Yes, yeah, too many. It is, but if you compare it to old games, it's a similar size roster, which I was shocked to see. But it just feels like it's like way too many, and I think it's because they don't really stand out a lot of I the time. I think the idea was bring them in in units so that they all have like this shared kinship. When you bring in three new ones, it's not just, oh, three new characters. It's like, well, they all know each other. Yeah. We'll see how we work them into the fold. And it was just like, I don't, I don't need three new characters right now. I like my team. Like, maybe you... You can join, but then like the rest of you can go sit on the sidelines. Yeah, exactly. Because I have forty characters, and you're giving me twelve slots to start the battle. So <laughs> exactly, I I I don't know what you expect me to do, but the math doesn't work on that. Yeah, yep. So I would give it like a seven, and it's really just a reflection of how much I love the combat. Now that's what I'm there for, 
primarily. I want everything from a Fire Emblem game, but I'm really there for the combat first and foremost. It delivered in spades, but then everything else was below par. I'm going to give it an eight because like, I'm really struggling because it missed the mark for me on like where I wanted the series to go following up, especially my favorite one of the entire series, but like, it's still fire emblem. So I'm like, I'm conflicted there. So I'm going to go with an eight. I think that's probably right around the right score. Um, it's still great. Definitely still check it out. It's one of the better games I played on the switch still. Um, but yeah, it's just a bit of a disappointment. What would you have given three houses? It, this is an eight or a seven for you. Seven and a half. Okay. That's from so, the guy who doesn't really like three houses. Yeah, well, while still recognizing it's really good in a lot of ways. Okay. Seven and a half, maybe an eight, whereas Awakening is like a nine and a half. Because no okay. Fire Emblem game will probably ever touch that from a story and conceit perspective. The whole idea of mysterious daughter time traveler have kids and it matters in the future. I know genealogy touched on this, but like they're not going to recapture that for me. And if they do, it's going to be one hell of a game. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. I mean, man, breeze through all those reviews. Dave reading his taxes or something, doing something boring. <laughs> I don't know. I was Cody... trying to read about Fire Emblem Engage, so yeah. I was trying to figure out a little bit about it. It's not a good starting point. Play Awakening. I, I, I just love the fact that I Googled it, and the first question that people also also ask is, is Fire Emblem Engage a real game? Yeah, it doesn't like, look Colgate. like it because the main character has Colgate hair. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That... It doesn't yeah. help and eyes too yeah it was interesting that like in three houses a lot of the special animations is like someone hits someone with an axe just really hard and in this game special animation is like you're doing the anime like speed uh, uh uh body doubles from moving so yeah. fast which is akin to the old games yeah and like so lynn's critical hit was one of the coolest in the whole series and that's from 20 fucking years ago yeah. so i liked that yeah make it feel cool because it's a fantasy world yeah it's medieval but like for these spooper attacks, make it feel cool. Yeah, it was very anime, awesome inspired. And I'm not just saying Awakening because I'm like I have Awakening higher than three houses, unlike the two Elters. I'm saying that because it's a much better entry point. Because if you like Awakening, you might even like three houses more. But I don't think that's the good first one. Well, and you won't go. It's well, it's much harder to go back if you if you do I think want that too. Yeah, so. I just don't think the beginning of Three Houses is accessible to non-Fire Emblem fan. It's so slow. So slow. So that's... the. But we have other recommendations you need to play first, including Hades, so don't worry about Fire Emblem right See, now. See, Dave, I don't think it's that slow, actually, but I still might agree that Awakening is a better entry point. I have many other games, unfortunately, on the list. That yeah, that's true. That and, is true. And it's not so important you get into this series yeah. compared to other <laughs> stuff, so put it on your list. We'll make Cody play it. He still has my 3DS, so he can play it if he wants. That's... I, sure. I still re remember that Sean uh, highly recommended Returnal for me, which you may have loved, but man, that was not a game for me. I'm never going <laughs> to recommend another game to you again because you no, have, no, I hope you have you do. shit Just, on my recommendation too much. I have not. It's over. You know... You, I've not shit on your recommendations. I've just said it wasn't for me. That's all. I'm <laughs> glad you enjoyed it. I don't think do. he has shit on your recommendation as much as you have shit on him for not liking your recommendation. <laughs> That's true. That's a very There's true about statement. a 12-minute segment of an episode where that happened. That's true. Although, I stand by, you didn't like Deathloop, but you didn't play it right. Returnal, I don't... I will concede to you. Like, you tried. You made it to the boss a couple times. I still think you get there if you kept trying, but I also get, like... It doesn't when, feel like it's when rewarding. When you feel like your time is so limited and, and to have that, um, I, you know, I, I kind of get it. Deathloop, 
you can't just play a game however you want and be like, oh, I don't like it. It's like you were supposed to play in a certain. But anyways, it's fine. We're, we're, you know, we're through. That. I will you say, you can't have fun the way you want to have. Death Loop is a better fit for Day than Returnal. It's true. It was. But I enjoyed Hades. I've been. That's right. You did play Hades. I forgot you were up here. I, I don't know how many it. more times I need to go through it, but I've I've beaten it at least five times. Gone through it at least five times. So you're probably more, about. But halfway if you want like the main gist of the story if you're like you know what i got what i wanted out of it i beat it i'm good you're probably fine yeah not need to but could and it's still rewarding but if you're looking like well i gotta get to some other games on the list then that's understandable too yeah all right well we have some stuff coming up here um there's a game show locked and loaded at some point uh there's a sun's preview in two weeks because that'll be right before the playing games hopefully that we're not a part of but uh, we'll see. Kevin Durant's supposed to play tomorrow night. <laughs> home debut. He can play a home game for us. Yeah, cool. Cody, you're coming for next week. No. You can do no. Suns preview. You barely watch that's, basketball. That's so two weeks. Well, like... that's, that's two, two weeks. weeks. Next week's trivia. That's the thirteenth. Next. Oh, next week is trivia. I next knew we week. had it on the docket. Could be but... trivia. I guess we blew through some of the reviews. So. Yeah. Well, well, Cody, you need to come for a rematch of trivia too, unless we have an idea for somebody else. I don't know that we do. We've kind of gone through like everybody now. Jason's going to be here soon. I wonder if we should save trivia for when that Jason That was going to be the question, Anyways, but... Okay. We'll figure it out. Don't you worry, listener. We will find the best <laughs> combination of episodes for your audio enjoyment. Yes. We're looking out for you. Yeah. That's the end of this episode. In between shows, you can find us at our website, objectionnetwork.com or youtube.com slash objection. Objection Network. I think it's always Objection Network. I always forget. It's That's a bad okay. name. We We're need to fix it. Soon anyway, yeah, it so. needs to be done. It needs to be done. It's been, actually, it's been just about as long being at the buzzer and now Team Objection. I think That's wild, actually. Don't tell me that. That's depressing <laughs> in a way. <laughs> You're old. Yeah. It's cool, but also <laughs> sad. Hey, on the YouTube, by the way, we're going through our picks for the best Final Fantasy music. That started Monday. I so saw that. Go check that out. It's kind of fun. Goodbye. Saturday, actually. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.